Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks on Mike Morales in soggy Southern California in the armpit of the San Gabriel Valley. That guy out there is Rick Levy in Southern, uh, Southern Suggy, California. Uh, sorry, we're, we're uh, on the we're, uh, we're two, we're two third, third expression of a, uh, third a line expression of a Yeah, of a high end mezcal, right? Uh, this one, if you've been watching the, the reviews, this is called La Tierra de Acre, not La Tierra de Acre, because, hey, look, but it's Green Acre. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is the Tepeshtate expression. Not sure you can see that on my camera. Uh, we've been really impressed with the, with the whole line so far, both, both expressions. Um, this is the, uh, this color is green. Uh, I like their their elegance and simplicity on their on their labeling. They got the the peacock on the inside of the label, which is kind of cool. I guess that's their logo, uh, or their spirit animal. You know the the sim, the symbolic spirit animal. Uh, this was a forty five ABV. We broke the seal off the uh, off of my uh, bottle just off camera, and I'm going to pour mine in another Stasso Harrito for mezcal. So as will I. And I think Rick, Rick told me off camera he he's a big tapestate kind of guy. So I will try a tapestate whenever I can. They're, they, they're people, like the they're like the granddaddy of uh, agaves. That's like twenty five to thirty years to maturity. Uh, yeah, something crazy like that, right? You, you gotta respect. Respect to Tepeshtate. Uh, uh Actually, you know, but it's not just Tepeshtate. I think the, what's the other one that, um, the one that looks like a huge log, it escapes me. They call it Largo. Oh. They call it Largo. Arroqueño. Yeah. That, that's, that's the one. Yeah. That you, those are, those end up tasting so woody to me. And yeah, but I like I know, it. I know some people are really into that. It's not my jam. Yeah, I see. I like it because it it uh, it reminds me of a good ricea is that way too. You know, um, Alice and I did some ricea's that were just outstanding. They were phenomenal. I like what's going on with the uh, with the legs and tears on this one. Yeah, me too. They're 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 not taking their time. They're showing up right away. They're not bashful. No, no. As the rain pelts my ceiling. Not sure you can hear that, but it doesn't matter. We, we need the rain. Beautiful oh, lakes and tears. I got to say, I'm looking forward to the to the mouthfeel. Uh, the Tobola mm. had definitely much more much more uh, uh, lakes and tears and a great mouthfeel, very savory as we found. This Tepeshtate, let's see what we got. Oh, wow, what a nose on that one. Holy cow. little bit more alcohol on this one too uh, i mean uh, that you can perceive and only on the sides it's interesting because none of these i'm getting the alcohol down in the center of the glass it's always on one side or the other for me hmm. i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't trust the sides of my nose i have a deviated septum so uh, <laughs> one's one's gonna work better than the other <laughs> those are back in when you know those 
he, he suffered that injury back in his boxing days, you know, in college. So no, I believe I was in fourth or fifth grade. And uh, I was at my elementary school on the uh, on our paved playground. And uh, my best friend came running up behind me and jumped on my back and I face planted on the pavement. Wow. Got the nose, got the choppers. Wow. And he's been yeah. your friend ever since. <laughs> he has, he has. We reconnected recently. Did you jump him on without him knowing it? And like, you know, <laughs> did no. you push him off? Did you push him into the dirt like you wanted? <laughs> did you get revenge? <laughs> now he was with the woman who uh, who uh, became his fiance and now wife, I would imagine. So you pushed her instead. Gotta... No. <laughs> I'm Both kidding. Lovely people. I'm kidding. Wow, this has got more depth. Now see, you know, what was it? The notes before on one of the plants is notes of chocolate and tobacco. If yeah, this one's got a little bit more of that cocoa kind of thing going on. Only, only like a sweet cocoa, not a, not a, not a dark chocolate kind of thing, for me. Yeah. And that's just you know like a powdered chocolate. Hmm. I'll look for that. I've been picking up the uh, the citrus notes. See, I'm still getting plant depth as well. And and again, these are artisanal mezcalas, so they're all going to be fermented with 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 fibers. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit more of the of the uh, plant brightness, but there's still a lot more depth to it. I'm I'm exploring that brightness and trying to see if I'm I'm getting any of the uh, mint that we got in uh, what was it the espadine the espadine mint? yeah I didn't get any after the espadines I mean well the tobola was very was pretty savory as it opened up and sweeter on the on the mouthfeel yeah no this brightness is more like a yeah into lemon or something well I I think the brightness on this was like it leans toward the citrusy mm. for me. Combined with a little bit of that powdered sweet chocolate. Powdered chocolate, huh? Yeah. I, it's just maybe like a, I don't want to call it brown sugar. It's more like a, like a powdered chocolate. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, you know, with something that's been growing for, you know, 25, 30 years, you know, you, and with the, Tawar, it's got all this opportunity to build up these yeah. really sort of interesting characteristics. And wherever it's being fermented, you know, it, you, it has to be open air in pine vats. So as we know, every thousand meters, there are microbes that, that, that affect what goes in to the final product as it ferments. So maybe he's around some cocoa plants or, you know, a lot of tequilas. That's why when you walk into some, you walk through some distilleries, they'll have a lot of fruit plants and a lot of you know citrus plants because that's the secret. The pollen that those things shoot out, you know, if you have open air fermentation, all that goes into the final product. It's just it's going to happen. It's natural. 
Oh yeah, in the wet cement. I'm getting wet cement on this one too. I'm starting to pick up on the uh, the alcohol you mentioned. Just a little bit. Still kind of a subtle nose though. It's uh, the first whiff was intense, and then it just kind of yeah. Then once it opened up, I say we go there. I, I do you want to dive in? Oh, did you spill some on your hands just to see? I yeah, I put some on my hand. Oh, I, good man, good man. I think I'm getting some of that wet cement on my hand. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm. Mm. <clears throat> oh my God. Mm. Ooh. I got like that warmth of the um, you know, I could I could attribute it to like that powdered cocoa, like you were saying, but yeah, kind of like mixed with sort of a buttery roasted agave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 went from from like cocoa to cocoa butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, well, you know, considering you put it on your skin. You just just put it out and go lay out by your pool. I mean, you know, uh, a little, yeah. a little. Wow! And it's and at mm. the tail end, wear it right? out to the club. Wear it out to the, yeah. I know, right? Jeez, it's got oh. some great sunscreen. It's like a, it's like natural sunscreen. This is yeah. really it's no, got this like has this. It's got this warmth to it. Um, it's not as dry as the other expressions, yes, the I other agree. the other uh, species that we had. It's um, brighter. I think the flavor profile is brighter. Um, uh, it still has that plant depth, but I get it more on the retronasal as opposed to on the, you know, on the intake. And it's it's like all of a sudden it just it just brightens up. It's just like wow, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is goodness. more this is more buttery for me. Not as dry. Not as big of a pepper explosion. Yeah. As, uh, exactly. I agree. Yeah. But, the first uh, two had more pepper on them. One was a the the Espadine had like a black pepper because it was really aggressive. The the Tobola was more like a white pepper, and this one's got mm -hmm. hardly any. It's it's got some spiciness, yeah. but very there's uh, alcohol on the palate, you know, when yeah. it comes up. What about that finish? The finish is a bit longer than the other two, I think. I'm getting more of that warm fuzzy that I'm used to getting yeah. in as well. Yeah. That's spectacular. I want that was when my first pass. I want to go back in. Yeah, I love the tapestate. It's a good one. This is both. This is probably what the Tobola should have should have gone for. But this is like Tobola cranked up because it's got the sweetness and I'm getting the savoriness, but at the, on the back end of the, of the, of the palate, not up at the front end, like we do with the Tobola. The Tobola was sweet yeah. right at the beginning. And then it just, it got savory. The more passes it got this one, I, this one's this, a half and half. This might be um, activating more spots on my palate too. Like I'm getting, Oh yeah. Getting stuff. I'm getting stuff under the tongue. I'm getting stuff just, you know, all over the, the gums, all over on this one. Oh, with a lip and gum numbness. If some of us, some of you have seen us do the tequilas, we'll hold it between the lip and gum. You want that lip numbness, gum numbness. That's a good sign. 
If you, if you can handle that, that's what you want to look for. The, the nose on the wet cement comes up a little bit on the retronasal, not a lot, but I, I sense it more I, just on the, on the nose than I do on the retronasal. Um, I would say this is probably the sweetest one we've had so far. Yeah, so say? far, I agree. Which is which is weird. How old is this plant again? The Tepestate has to be harvested at... Uh, 25 to 30, it says. Yikes. So... So, a, so this is a, a substantial, <laughs> geez, 45 ABV. It is a tepestate, uh, and that's what the plant, that's what the plant looks like. So yeah, that's what I love about these labels that they really, yeah. even the, 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 the drawing of the plant is fairly accurate. And all the information you need is right here on the back. Wild harvested tepestate, 25 years is the average age. Copper still, taona which is where you were getting that wet, I was getting the wet cement. Oh, it's Honorato Cruz again. Yes. Wow. So this is his, uh, he, you know, it's, it's interesting because when we first got into Mezcal, there were a, a few master, maestro mezcaleros who were not, uh, either not versed or not used to working with different plants than what they've, than what they, um, what they have been familiar with over their generations. But this guy's got a lot of, um, this Honorato Cruz has got a lot of uh, uh, versatility. He's a versatile yeah. kind of guy. He's not He's afraid of interesting stuff. You know what? They have a medley, a three, you know, they, what they call a, I call three plants a medley. Some people don't, they call it something else, they, an ensemble. Uh, they, but that's usually only two. I call three a medley. I would love to have a medley made by this guy, because I bet he could. I bet he could pull it off. Yeah. Because a, a good a good medley or a good even a good ensemble is is a delight when you can get that that dovetailing of the of the different flavors yeah. in, in one mezcal. It's like oh man, this is this is beautiful. Yeah. No, this this does not disappoint at all. Mm. Only one pour so far. I've only had one pour of every sample. And as they open up, I got more citrus notes on the nose now, Rick. And, you know, that's why I love these glasses. It doesn't take a big pour to let no, it open up and evolve a, in your glass. It's a fantastic design. Yeah. By the way, anybody who has not read Rick's breakdown on the the Stotzel Jarrito, that is now standard. That that's a standard informational PDF that's available. I think on on Tequila Aficionado, but also from. Uh, uh, oh, that's been Kraft. published. Oh yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't Chism, know that. Chisholm Craft uh, Chisholm Trail Craft Glasses, who is the uh, proprietor of the Stotzel Jarrito, um, they whenever somebody needs a, a precise breakdown of the glass he sends them your your information that's it is on the website uh if you haven't seen it go find it if you can't find it let shoot us a, an email we'll we'll send it out to you rick I did a spectacular a of, job i spent a lot down. of time on that comparing the uh the harito the uh, glencairn and the uh, riedel 
And yeah. uh, it was, it's, I'm just, I, I'm such a nerd that loves to go down rabbit holes that, you know, <laughs> I tried to get as clinical Don't as I could. Go down the it. rabbit hole with Rick. You will not come back the same person. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought, you know, because I much. wrote one up too. I did, I did a write up as well, but it wasn't as in depth as Rick did. I mean, I had, I have personally, I had to do some research on glassware and, and everything, you know, the, the historical part of, of, of holding vessels for, especially for agave spirits, because, you know, it goes back to the Mayans and the Aztecs where they had, they didn't have glass, they used clay. And uh, you, you even have to go back that far and find out that the handle, the handle in a, in a porcelain cup is a Chinese invention. The stem in a glass vessel, a goblet, that is a European invention, okay? But when, when the Staso Harito was invented, when it was designed, he wanted something out of glass, but still sticking to the, the Mayan and Aztec and old Toltec and all right. whatever, you know, tribe, the, the, you know, which was just clay. Uh, you know, a vessel that it would hold like this without a handle. And I didn't know that until you back engineer and you read about, about glassware. So I agree. Don't go, look, don't go down that rabbit hole with Rick. <laughs> You'll come back with all this useless information. You go, does it have a handle? Yeah. You know, but, but you realize that the funny thing is the handle, I think, I think the way it worked out was tea was being exported from from either China or, or Asia into into Europe and Europe the the English were beginning to use porcelain so they would you they would they would put the they, they actually manufactured a, a cup with a handle because it was much more refined of course right and so you know that but it but it comes you it's weird you have to re back engineer the, the invention of the of the handle on a on a teacup, you know it's crazy, <laughs> it's crazy. So, uh, but that's why I love these because you know certainly the 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 larger mouth surface allows the mescal, for instance, anything over forty ABV will open up and bloom and give you more of of what's you know what's being hidden in a shot glass or or a veladora, you know, which is the traditional you know candle. Um, a wax candle holder of a, of a mezcal glass. Now, if you're going to just enjoy your mezcal, drink it out of your shoe if you want, because it's just right. a <laughs> layer of complexity, right? Oh, man, but this is delightful. This Depeche really is a, a delight. Uh, I'm going there, man. Brand of promise. Oh, absolutely. Right absolutely. That's, and and it's, got, it's got five stars from Rick, because this is Rick's jam. Yeah. In fact, we should come up with we should go out and get you. This will drink. be in the Tepestate category as well. So the rest yeah. of you mescaleros out there will need to send us your Tepestates to yes, uh, to send compete. it all. It's gotta be 45 ABV. <laughs> send it to me. Send it, yeah, send, send it directly to Rick <laughs> at uh, <laughs> Rick's house on Hollywood Boulevard. No, not not that house. Uh, <laughs> uh that, lovely brand of promise nominee again surprisingly it's the same um, mescalero which uh i yeah. thought i know that they only have two listed in their booklet honorato cruz and jorge uh, burciaga and i can't wait to get to this last expression that we got 
because it's one that I've only had one of, and I don't think Rick's ever tasted one. Um, this is, is it'll be a ceniso from Durango, uh, which is famous for their ceniso uh, mezcals. And, yeah. um, and so this brand, this this brand comes from a resort in Cabo. And oh, so yeah. I think if you if you look at the map, Durango is sort of directly across the that's the Sea of Cortez, right? Like, you know, to uh to the mainland, you hit Durango. Right. From from Cabo. Well, from Cabo. So it's Cabo. sort of more it's more local to the resort, whereas uh, these other three expressions we've reviewed so far have come from Oaxaca. Yeah, they're more inland, of course. Um, yeah, the uh in fact, we should give the backstory about this. I, I know that um, uh, the the gentleman that made this happen. Uh, oh, oh, look! The labels are made of recycled paper. Mescal production waste repurposed into adobe bricks for the local community. Okay, you're Protect getting ahead of yourself. That's for the ceniso. Actually, this says uh, I don't know from the earth to the earth. I think it's all of them, if I'm not mistaken. At least, at least that's what the booklet, the, the way they, the way it's just laid out in the booklet. On the uh, website, they attribute the adobe bricks to uh, Jorge uh, Barciaga. Oh, no kidding. The, okay, uh, all right. That's not and that's then, not what uh, it says in the booklet. Honorato Cruz is, is leaving fifty percent of the plants for uh, natural pollination. That's first of all, that's unheard of, and and oh. Before we, we sign off, what is the price point on this one? So you got to expect to pay more for a Tepestate because exactly. it is a granddaddy of Amagave. Uh, this runs for 140 You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All day long. It's, but just kind of it's, it's, not, it's not a surprising price point for this fantastic of a, of a profile in a Tepestate. Yeah. Um, I've you know, I expect to pay around a hundred dollars or more for a bottle of Tepestate. Oh my God, that's that's beautiful. Uh, and the Espadin, surprisingly, the Espadin and the Tobola. Well, the Tobola was a little pricey too, uh, which is fine. You know, if it's this kind of quality and the sustainability involved, yeah, I say do it. You know, all day long. And with this, with the quality. You don't have to. And I think, you know, when you're dealing with a when you're dealing with a wild harvest agave, you got to expect to pay more. The espadine, they're doing a cultivated uh, espadine. And so they can provide that at a lower price point. Yeah. Uh, but this one. And you know what? All day long. It's worth every penny. It's, it's outstanding. It really is. Anyway, that's our take on La Tierra de Acre. That's the Tepestate. Stick with us because we've got one more that Rick and I have never had together. So we're, we're looking forward to that. We're going to shift gears. Yeah, we're going to shift gears. We're going to have to rinse our palate and God knows what the hell else we're going to do. But anyway, that's our take. Uh, I'm Mike Morales here in uh, the soggy San Gabriel Valley of Southern California. That gentleman out there is. Rick Levy in the uh, soggy San Pasquale Valley of Southern California. <laughs> You've been watching listening to Sipping Off the Cup on Tequila Aficionado Media all of our channels and networks, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on every social platform, including Spotify, if you're listening to us on the podcast. But whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>